You are now listening to The Vocalizers. Shivers Anthology presents Polybius, the arcade game that never existed. The podcast you are about to hear is a horror-themed program and may contain graphic depictions of violence, gore, and supernatural themes. Some episodes may contain strong language, sexual content, or other adult themes. If you are easily disturbed or offended by such content, we recommend that you do not continue listening. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Belief was the biggest challenge for me in my life. First, it's believing in myself, then making others believe in me too. (laughs) The human mind can be quite undependable when it comes to remembering things. Well, it's the truth. Everyone had forgotten all about it. Even I did for a while. Polybius, the arcade game that supposedly never existed. It wasn't until something big happened to make me remember everything. When I did, I didn't know what to do. They said it was just a myth, that it wasn't true, that it was just some urban legend. But to me, Polybius was real because I played it. I was there. My name is Gretchen Davis, but you can just call me Big Gretch. I had inherited an arcade joint called Coin Op from my late husband, Stephen, and we once hosted one of those Polybius arcade cabinets in the early 80s. Video games weren't my forte. I ain't know nothing about games or fixing them. It sure ain't looked nothing like pinball, that's for sure. I didn't know where it went or where it came from. I was just doing it for the money. They say the arcade business was a multi-billion dollar industry. (laughs) Yeah, right. Sure, when pigs fly, whoever wrote that rubber check bounced it like an Indian rubber ball. Arcades all went down the drain when Nintendo and Sega Genesis came out. The roller rink next door to us never let me borrow any electricity either when we were in a serious rut. (sighs) Cheapskates. It was game over for Coinop by 1989. I had to close my doors, sell all my stuff. Thank goodness there were still a few old guys around still willing to pay to get that old arcade feeling back in their basement or rec room or whatever they want to call it. It wasn't until years later that I found this picture that I started to remember everything. Before we continue... Why don't you introduce yourself to everybody listening? We're so invested in this story that we've forgotten to introduce you. Tell us, what's your name? My name is Victor Wolf. I played Polybius a very long time ago. I was 14 at the time, a freshman in high school. Polybius came to the city where I grew up in Portland, Oregon. Some people remember it as Polyplay because there were multiple games in this arcade cabinet. But the name was definitely Polybius. The arcade game was sort of special. (laughs) Ironically, unforgettable. It felt like the graphics would bleed into your brain and you couldn't get it out of your mind. You couldn't sleep. You would see subliminal messages and it would quickly turn into an addiction. Fights would break out over playing it. (sighs) And it was fun at first. But I must say, things got scary because the consequences from playing it are all out of this world. It changed my life forever. It even changed who I am today. Wow, that's intense. I can only imagine what you must have went through. 
We're so glad to have you here to share your story with us. Welcome to the Shivers Anthology Podcast. We're looking forward to hearing all about your experience with Polybius, the arcade game that never existed. We have been searching for many years for someone who has had true life experiences with this mysterious game. There's not much evidence or real accounts of its existence, so we appreciate you coming in today. Thank you. So, when did this all begin? Take us back in time. Well, it was an October night in 1981. Polybius came as fast as it went. Arcades were the most fun place to go because you could get away with anything and never get into any trouble for it. If you wanted to play the cool computer games, you had to get off your butt, leave home, and go to a place like Coin-Op. Arcades were so trendy back then, and if you wanted to be popular, then you had to be good at them. But the only way to prove that was to be on top of the leaderboards. You had to climb your way to the top to be admired and have crowds of people surrounding you, remembering your name and cheering you on. I wanted to win, but I didn't know that it would be at the cost of me losing everything. My name is Thomas Marley, but you can call me Tommy. I vaguely remembered the video game Polybius until Gretsch found a photo of it in the early 2000s. You see, I used to work at her arcade that hosted it back in 1981. But my memory is is horrible, so bear with me as I try and remember everything. I'm not the most comfortable doing these kind of things because I like to keep my life private. I'm only here for Gretsch and because I have something that I have recently discovered. But we'll get around to what I got to show you. I remember Polybius as being far out, man. It was slamming. Kids were addicted and lined up all around the arcade waiting to play it. But let me tell you something. It really drove me bananas when Polybius disappeared and, and I lost my recollection of everything, you know? But I think that I know who might have taken it. But this game, this game was different. It was a money magnet. Polybius became so popular in the short period of time that it was here, and I made thousands of dollars because of it. (laughs) I don't like to play games, but from what I could witness, it was truly extraordinary. It would attract big, big crowds. Although it would frequently break down, and those strange men in black coats would promptly return to fix it. However, it looked more like they were collecting data. I don't know. It was weird. It only lasted a month or two. A month? Only a month? Wow, that's really fascinating to hear about your true accounts of Polybius. No wonder why it's a legend. In the short amount of time that it was here, it's unquestionably left its mark. And honestly, it's a true pleasure to have you all here with us today. This is going to be a good one. But before we begin, make sure that if you're listening to this, that you like, share, download, and follow this podcast right now. Also, to make sure you hit that notification bell so that you can be notified whenever we release new episodes. And don't forget to leave a five-star review and like our Facebook page. And now, back to the show. Polybius has been a mystery for many decades. So it's really remarkable to finally find someone who has actually played it. 
Was there anyone else with you when you first played Polybius? My best friends. At the time, my best friends were Oliver, Chloe, and Quinn. They were all there with me, and we were all planning on going to coin-op right after school. I was only 13, 14 years old at the time. We were all in our freshman year in high school. That was all before we knew Polybius even existed. Hi, my name is Oliver Hall. I used to be one of Victor's best friends. We went to high school together with Chloe and Quinn. We used to do everything together. Talk to girls, go to movies, play hide and seek. Except Victor is like a a pro at hide and seek. It's been 40 years since we last saw him. And my name is Chloe Foster. I was really wanting Victor to be my boyfriend before he went crazy over Polybius and then disappeared. I really think if he had stuck around that we would have gotten married and had kids. You never know, you know? I'm Quinn Johnson. Victor probably doesn't even remember me, but I was there with the 411. We may not have always gotten along, but we both had similar interests and goals at the end of the day. He wanted to be popular, and so did I. If I hear Betty Davis sighs one more time, I'm going to gouge my eyeballs out. Dude, it's a good song. It's a great song. Like, totally. He just doesn't know good music. I have MTV. You have MTV? I want my MTV. I'm so jealous. We're going to her concert? Which concert? Kim Carnes' mistaken identity tour? Disco is dead, homegirl. It's not disco, homeboy. It's new wave. Well, it's not journey. (sighs) Like, gag me with a spoon. Oh, veg out. And what's your favorite song? Don't Stop Believing. Hmm, fair. I'll pass. I'm rapping already. What? It's gonna be a classic. I like my Kim Carnes and Blondie. Give me back my Walkman. How about some Michael Jackson? Ugh, he's still in his disco phase. We need something more thrilling. Three's Company is on tonight. Let's watch that. But it's not the same without Susan Summers. Let's go to the movies and watch E.T. again. <laughs> We've already seen it like three times. E.T. Fun home, fun home. Wally, Wally, blood and dolly. People have been obsessed with aliens ever since Armstrong walked down on the moon in 69. Except, the obsession goes way further than that. Remember the Roswell incident that happened in 1947? Area 51? They are somewhere out there. Well, excuse me. Forget that I even brought it up. Let's just go to coin-up, guys, and play some arcade games. Everyone from school is going there. I got an Atari. Wanna play? What? Space Invader, we've already played those games a thousand times. It's time for something new. Yeah, I want to play Pac-Man. Let's motor over there. Pac-Man is much cooler at the arcade. Also, there's Asteroids, Donkey Kong, Defender, Tempest, Frogger, and Missile Command. Come on, it'll be so much fun. Don't you want to go? I have a bunch of quarters. But I hate arcades. There's too much cigarette smoke in airheads. Who cares? People smoke everywhere. What else is there to do? Well, we could all do our homework. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Victor, you like to write. Why don't you just share with us one of your scary stories? 
We can have a bonfire at my house. Well, uh, it's it's not finished yet. I'm too busy. Being shy. <laughs> Fine. I'll go if you girls want to go. He really wants to go to the arcade, huh? You want to be like Brad Smith? Bite me, Blar. Leave Victor alone. He's sensitive. You know what? Screw it. I'll go too. Really? Miss Couch Potato is now feeling funky fresh? This is too good to be true. Yo, isn't Brad, like, a senior? (laughs) Yeah, why? He's the one who wins all the arcade games. The cool ones, at least. Isn't that why he's so popular? The first time that I ever played Polybius, it was free. My friends and I went down to the coin-op to play some arcade games, and I had a few rolls of quarters that I'd been saving all month. Well, long story short, I spent them all before Polybius even came. I was too excited. I'd been practicing other games at home all summer long, so that when school started, I could easily impress my friends. I was so prepared, or so I thought. When that Polybius came into my arcade was the strangest thing ever. There was no information about it or where it even came from. An unknown company sent it with no promotional material or notice that it was even coming to my shop. Now, things like this would happen to me ever so often, but I would always at least hear something about it by word of mouth before it would come out. The kids always told me about the latest and greatest video games, especially the rare ones, but I ain't never heard of this one. You know, kids would always beg and nag me before the release date for insider info when it came to these new video games. They always knew the names of the games, but never the date. (laughs) You know, this one showed up out of nowhere and had absolutely no buzz around it. It had no nothing. Not a single kid had ever asked me about this game or requested it before it arrived at my building in 81. It was the strangest thing ever because no one had ever heard of it. Not even Tommy. Polybius. The mind control game? Yeah. I never heard of it before it came to the shop. Some peculiar men dressed in black came in one day to coin op to drop it off. I knew that it would be bad news. Told you so, Gretch. So, you see, it was all very secretive, like they were all about to steal our kidneys or something and and sell them on the black market. The men in black were mysterious-looking men who... They had black sunglasses, black coats, black suits. It would be very uncomfortable whenever they would visit because they'd not say a single word. For some reason, they didn't want any money. They would just stand around and collect data. It was very intimidating. And and I'm no chump. You catch my drift? But I was not about to cross them. Some people say that whenever they took their sunglasses off, their eyes were pitch black. But I ain't never seen that. It wasn't some extraterrestrial thing. I think that it was either some secret government or the CIA. Ever heard of MK Ultra? That stuff was real, man. I ain't joshing you. I heard 
it might have something to do with this game, Polybius. That's exactly what we want to discuss here today on the Shivers podcast, where Polybius came from, because it's very difficult to find any evidence of its existence before the year 2000. Now that we know you saw Polybius in Coinop, can you please explain to me who exactly gave you this machine? How did it get into your arcade? Just, uh, one day, these strange men in black suits came to drop off an unexpected arcade cabinet. It looked like a new game. <laughs> well, I-, I wasn't gonna turn down a free game. We needed the money, so we let them do their work. But it was weird, cause everyone stood in complete silence and just watched what they did. These men didn't say a word. It was odd. But since I had one of the hottest arcades in Portland, we would get a lot of traffic, so then sometimes companies would usually drop off new arcade cabinets to test on the market. So initially, I didn't think anything of it when they gave us Polybius, even though I always knew a little something about the games beforehand. I just thought they were doing some beta testing. I honestly didn't even think any of the kids would like it, so I had it on free-to-play for the first day. To say the least, Polybius became an overnight phenomenon. I had to start charging quarters, and anyone who lost would have to give it up and stand back at the end of the line. Some couldn't even play until the next day. We had lines and lines of people that wrapped around the building. Kids became frustrated and started to fight because one boy in particular couldn't stop winning. People were cheering him on. It was looking like he would be the first person to ever win Polybius. In the 30 or so days that Polybius was in my shop, I ain't never seen anyone dominate that game like that boy did without getting sick. Playing for free really made this game way more addictive, but I didn't know that it would be there. I convinced my friends to go to CoinOp, and little did we know that we'd become part of gaming history. Once I played that night, I knew that I had to get better at it, because I felt like I could win with this one game in particular. I wanted to win. I wanted to be popular. I wanted to be like Brad Smith. This was my only chance. This is what I had been waiting for to prove my worth. And I don't know why I wanted to be like Brad Smith so bad. He's just like a nice dude, a cool dude. I should have been like a flower and just bloom. Not worried about what other flowers around me think, but I just wanted to impress my friends so much. It wasn't so much to be like Brad Smith as it was to just prove to others that I'm not a loser. That's what this was really about. I wanted to be on top of the leaderboard in arcade, any leaderboard. So we finally decided to go to CoinOp. I got way too excited upon arriving there and almost lost all my quarters. I felt like a failure and Noah Jones didn't make me feel any better as usual. Noah Jones was the worst. He knew how to kick a guy when he was down. Move it, loser. (laughs) I don't see any gameplay. Only a flop and what might have been. Luckily, Brad came to my rescue, but it just made me feel worse. I was embarrassed and wanted to stick up for myself more. I had one more quarter that Chloe gave me. I just had to beat his high score. Continue. 
This has been hella fun, Victor, but you spent all your quarters. It's time to give it up and play something else. You be illin'. Ugh, that combo was jank. I couldn't get on top of any of the leaderboards today. This blows. I don't want to quit, Rage. But I suck at all of these games. Does anyone know of any cheat codes? I know that we just got here, but I'm out of change. Let's go get some snacks. I told you this place would stink. Well, I know a cheat code for Tempest. You can start at any level you like, up to level 16. But that's like the hardest level ever. <laughs> well, how do you do that, smart Alec? I'm just dying to know. You just have to enter this special access code from the settings screen. I can tell you all about it. But you'll still have to beat the final level and top the high score. However, I doubt you'll ever beat Brad's score, though. He's, like, the best. I'll try it. It's my last resort. I mean, what else is there to lose? Victor, no. Come on. Please don't cheat. That's grody. Yeah, you should win fair and square. It'd destroy your credibility and your reputation if anyone were to find out. What? Ugh, fine. I won't do it, guys. I promise. <laughs> well, if you ever get caught, just tell them you're a whiz kid. The next Bill Gates. Ugh, why did we have to come here? This is ruining my Halloween weekend. Um, Tempest is busy. Whoa, look at the line. It's hella long. Oh, forget that. What's next? Let's go eat. I want some Lay's potato chips. Oh, I bet you can't eat this one. I want to be like Brad Smith. See, that's him on top of the leaderboard for Galaga. Should we play that instead since Tempest is hella busy? See? I knew it. He wants to be popular. Like, duh. Don't you? Why don't you just be yourself? Don't ever doubt your worth. Don't you like to write? Why the sudden interest in arcade games? Who cares what other people think? Yeah, you're perfect just the way you are. Just believe in yourself. Confidence is the most beautiful thing that a person can wear. You don't have to cheat. As the great Coco Chanel said, keep your head, heels, and standards high. But I want to win. I want to be accepted. That guy is rad. I mean, look at him. He's so cool. He wins all of these games. I want to be on top of the leaderboards like him. But you never will be, because you're just a loser. Noah, excuse me, what do you want, doofus? You can't win anything because you suck. You'll never be like Brad. Brad Smith is one of a kind. Just leave me alone, you rotten old bully. Good luck, crater face. Maybe this could be your workout today. You! Since you like to eat all that cake. Shut up. You'll never be a leader. You'll never be popular. Shut up. You'll never get a girlfriend because you're short, fat, and ugly. Stop. Hey, 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 Noah, calm down. What's the issue? <sighs> this kid is obsessed with you. What? He's like 13 or 14. Well, I'm 16. I'm almost an adult, okay? So take a chill pill, dude. Leave him alone. But what did I say? Relax, Max. Leave him alone. Become someone your own size. Jeez, Louise, fine. Are you okay? Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate it. Uh, don't mind him. He does that to everyone. Hey, wait. I think I know you. Oh, <laughs> you do? 
Yeah, I saw you sitting alone in the cafeteria at lunch one day. I invited you to sit with me. Uh, yeah, I know, but my friend skipped school that day. Uh, yeah, I know, Noah. Oh, oh yeah, him too. <laughs> well, maybe next time. I'll tell Noah to buzz off. Hey, let me know if he tries to mess with you again. Have fun. Uh, thanks, Brad. Oh, I feel like such a dork. Aw, that was hella nice. Brad's beauty marks on his face are so cute. He seems pretty solid. I like him. He's nothing like that dip Noah. No wonder why he's so popular. Gosh, that was so embarrassing. This sucks. I'm jonesing so much right now. I need to play one more game. Doesn't anyone have any quarters? So that you can lose them all again? No thanks. Up your nose with a rubber hose. Jeez, Quinn. Twice as far with a chocolate bar. Pessimistic much? Well, it's the truth. Come on, I kid you not. I almost made it to level three on Space Panic. I just need one more chance. Please. Buzz off, doofus. What gives? Someone give Victor another quarter, please. Victor, here. You can have my last quarter. But please, let's go after this. I don't really like this place. God only knows what will happen next. Aw, thank you, Chloe. See, that's a real one right there. Shut up and lose already, dweeb. You got this, Victor? I got this. Ugh. Oh no. Oh. No. Oh. Uh. Be careful. Dig a hole because that alien might take you away. Oh no no. No no no. Yikes. Oh no. He got me. Oh my god. Not again. I'm level one? I'm so sorry. I lost again. I give up. It's a sign. Let's just go home, guys. We've had enough bad luck tonight. Attention. Wait. What's that? Hey, wait a sec. They're announcing something. It's the owners. It might be something special. What is it? Is it a new game? Thank you for listening to the Shivers Anthology podcast. Subscribe and download for more episodes wherever you are listening to this right now. For the sounds of the thriller will leave you with the shivers.